Shaken Fizzy Fam, welcome to Let's Get Fizzy Poll. I'm your host, Christy Sellers, founder of Fizzy Poll Studios, and I am very, very excited today because we're talking about technique. But before we get into that, I have a little piece of news that some of you may or may not know yet, and I've been keeping this one under wraps for a little while. No, I'm not pregnant, thank God. <laughs> But um, some of you may have seen some adverts going up on Channel 7 and I am going to be on Australia's Got Talent. So I'm, yes, very excited about it. I can't tell you how I did, but the show starts airing in the next couple of weeks. I think they're promoting that they're coming to Sundays on 7. So yeah, exciting times. Um, If you are following me on Instagram, I post a lot of videos on my story and whatnot about my training. Also, if you're doing Ignite or any other competition, you can join the PhysiPol competitors group where I also, um, I did post a lot of my progress videos because I was also, as most of you know, um, coming back from having two babies back to back. And so it's a bit of my fitness journey as well. So if you're in the competitors group or following my story on Instagram, then you sort of have a little bit more info there. There's also a highlight on my Instagram story that is called show design 2019. So you can see the shows kind of coming together. And then when when it airs, you can have a little bit more of the background info and and know what, uh, yeah, what, what it's about and how it came together. So obviously that has been a very big, big thing um, happening in my life. And it's really odd because when we perform, usually you perform and people see it and then they talk about it and you're talking about it with people on social media and it's out there straight away. But this is a really strange experience because I've already performed what you're going to see and it's odd because it's like it hasn't happened yet, but it happened and (laughs) it's just really weird. So yeah, I would love for you guys to watch it and and support. I think they've actually got one of the promo videos up and this is how some of you have seen this already and know about it. And it's got a snippet of me doing a shoulder mount walk down um, on the pole. So yeah, it is out there. It's public knowledge now. So yay, I can tell you (laughs) because I people coming to the studio be like, what are you training for? And I had to just say, it's a secret. (laughs) So yes, cat's out of the bag now and I'm really excited. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, moving on, this topic is something that I'm very passionate about because I remember that this was a turning point for me when I started pole and uh, and aerials as well, but more so when I started pole and I watched some of the videos back of myself and I realized that it looked okay, but it kind of looked messy and I didn't like that. And there was a girl, uh, I think she was in my class or I saw her at practice one day and her, she was just so clean. And I just, I was like, how is she doing that? How does she make it look so perfect? And then I realized that, you know, that comes from practicing the moves with every detail in mind and also thinking about the strength and lifting into things rather than, 
you know, when you, you climb up the pole and I do it myself as well, sometimes like you go through a straddle to get to the next move because it's sort of a transition move by the time you're at that level and you're just got, or even from the floor, you know, you straddle up and you do that and you, you just move through it so quickly. You forget that it is a trick in itself and you need to hold it. Also holding it is going to help with building up your strength. So I'm going to give you some of the tools and tips that I implemented back when I started, when I noticed that I didn't look as clean as I wanted to. And they really helped me. It was, it was like a light switch. It just went from one to another. And the next videos that I put up, like I had to work a lot harder when I was doing the combos and the routines, but it looked so much better. So I thought this would be a really good topic to talk about um, coming into Ignite, which is this weekend starting. We've got the heats. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow to go up to Queensland and we've got some of the Victorian ones this weekend as well. And um, oh gosh, there's so many states now it's hard to remember which exactly which uh studios are on which days but basically over the next three weeks we've got all of the heats at all of the studios running so some nights on the friday saturday sunday we've got three or two or three studios on each of the nights so it is going to be a very busy time and also why i sort of thought this topic was pretty relevant um yeah coming into the ignite season also, just to fill you in very quickly, if you didn't hear this already, we had a bit of a, a weekend with our fizzy polars representing us in comps all over the place. So we had Bethany Tyler took out the Dance Filthy um, competition. She was the champion. It was amazing. I can't wait to see that routine. She is just kicking ass one after another. Then over in South Australia, we had um, Jem Dyer, who is our Summerton Park studio owner and Warrnambool studio owner. Um, she was on the podcast last week. Yes. She took out the semi-pro division at Miss Lyra, South Australia Heats. And yes, if you are thinking, how the hell is she semi-pro? She actually hasn't competed um, in anything that would qualify her to go into the professional division. So I think now, though, she will have to. So she um, she just, from what I hear, it was the standout performance of the night and she just kicked ass. She did put a little snippet up on her Facebook and Instagram. So check that out. But also at Miss Lyra, we had Nicole, also from the Summerton Park studio, place first runner up in the advanced division. And we had Amber place first runner up in the amateur division. So all around congrats to all of our fizzy polar girls representing us in the comps because they're doing an amazing job. I love hearing about it every weekend. And I also love that our industry has comps every weekend um, because yeah, it's great. So busy, but yes, love hearing about all the victories. So back to technique. Um, what I want you to do next time you are about to go into a trick or about to do a combo, especially when you're filming it, I want you to stand at the pole, pull your shoulders back and down and engage your core. Then as you perform the trick or combo, 
I want you to lengthen your body as if you're trying to touch the edges of the room, whichever way that may be. So if you do a straddle, I want one leg trying to reach out for that wall and the other leg trying to reach out for the other wall. You cannot see me at the moment, but I'm physically sitting here doing these movements with my arms as if I'm trying to reach (laughs) the walls. So standing at the pole, shoulders back and down, or sorry, at your apparatus, I should say silk sand hoop as well, and hammock now, shoulders back and down, engage your core. And then as you go into the trick, even if you're lifting up, the legs should be reaching up, 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 up towards the roof. And then they go into, well, whatever you're hooking onto. Um, And same thing, if you're bending a leg, let's just, for example, say an outside leg hang or Um, yeah, if you were going to go into like a genie on the silk or something, you're crunching that leg down and your foot, the bent leg, the foot is now pointing down towards the floor. So that's reaching down towards the floor. So it's about extending and keeping everything lengthened. I have to try really hard at this because I'm particularly like short anyway, and my body doesn't look very long unless I really try hard to extend it out. Some of you, um, AKA Bethany Tyler (laughs) have super long limbs and it just looks incredible anyway. Um, and she's obviously extending even further. So it just looks amazing. But for those of us down at regular height, (laughs) I want you to think about this because it does make your lines look so much better. They look so much cleaner. So from there, whatever you're moving into, I want you to try not to double hook. So that's a big one. Even getting into that first, you know, straddle hooking the leg on. Do not double hook your leg. Work as hard as you can to go from that straddle position and hike your body up towards the roof to hook the leg on the pole or the silk or whatever so that it goes up and above your hand. The reason that you're double hooking is because you're not getting your hips high enough so you're, what's happening is you're hooking the leg on and it's ending up probably on top of your hand and you're having to struggle to pull your hand out from the leg, which is a really, really common problem. Um, I've seen it across the 12 years that I've been doing poles. So that is one of the big ones. And same again on silks, because if you're going into that genie, it's the same thing. You've really got to get the leg up even more on silk because it kind of slides down a little bit. So... Yes, that is definitely one of the ones because I I looked at my videos and I saw, okay, I'm double hooking. That looks terrible, obviously, and it's preventing me from getting into um, the next trick by the time I want to. And it's also losing me height on the pole. So I'm hooking the leg and it's low and it means that my hand is stuck and then I'm low anyway. So what you need to do from that straddle position, imagine... I don't know if anyone does this, but if you lay on your bed and you, you, uh, lay on your back and put your feet up to the roof and then try and like push your feet up as if you're trying to kick the roof, that's the feeling that you have to get from that straddle position where you go and they go up and then on. So you should be able to get that leg above your hand and allowing everything else coming after it to flow more easily and quickly and look a lot nicer because remember whether you're performing this or not, anyone who's watching, they're not just seeing one trick and then the next trick. We can see you the whole time. You have to make sure that your transitions are clean because we're watching this entire thing in one piece. We're not watching it in parts like, okay, close your eyes while I get into the next one. (laughs) 
that's not how it works. And we, and this is the thing that separates, you know, okay performances from great performances. It's not that they're doing any harder tricks. It's that it's clean. So take your basics and clean them up. Go in and do a level three class. Go to a level two class and see if you can do everything on both sides and make it perfect. Your studio will offer um, top-up classes or additional classes. If you just occasionally want to jump into a lower level and go, all right, let me really challenge myself and see if I can improve my technique and make it nice and you know clean because we go up and I do the same thing. We go up through the levels and then you learn a new trick and it's really cool because you've got a new trick up your sleeve, but it's not cleaned up and you're not a hundred percent on it. Like, and when I say hundred percent, I mean, can you perform it 100% of the time or 99% of the time and not mess it up? Probably not. I know that most people, you know, go from level five, six, where they're doing aces and uh, those types of tricks and into level seven and like, oh, well, yes, I can do it on my own, but I really need to make sure that I'm, you know, gripped up properly and feeling good. And someone's just kind of standing around near me. You don't want it. You don't want it to feel like that. You want to feel like every trick is as easy for you as a fireman spin. Because it can be, it's just a matter of practicing it. So you need to go in and film yourself doing the tricks and see which parts look messy. The other thing you'll see is, oh, okay, I didn't realize I was completely relaxing my foot when I do that part. Or you might have fear foot, which is when the foot is pointed, but the, f- <laughs> the toes are pointed, sorry, but the foot is flexed. So if <laughs> you've got a straight leg and then you've got this flexed foot, but the toes are curling pointing over so we call it fear foot because it's like the foot is scared (laughs) so make sure that you're not doing that because that's a really common one as well um what else what else what else oh yeah so going from say a shoulder mount same thing when you're putting your legs onto the pole making sure the hips hike up so that you're not having to put your legs and then slide your body down out of the shoulder mount to get to a crucifix. You want to be able to push the hips up and bring your entire body onto the pole, like touching all parts as in chest, stomach, legs, and shins. Because if you can imagine you do a shoulder mount and then you go to put those legs on and they're kind of gripping from the knees down towards the feet, but the thighs haven't come up high enough to be able to grip on yet. So you have to slide your shoulder out and down. And once again, you've lost height already. Another one is uh, any kind of split tricks. Have a look at yourself in the mirror. Have a look at yourself on the video and see uh, what they're looking like which angle is best for you of that trick. And if it's on spin pole, sorry about that, because you can't hide. (laughs) Or if you're on um, a spinning apparatus, you have to make sure that you're doing a trick that does look good from all of the different angles. Static pole is a little bit different in that you can kind of tweak the, the illusion of the angles. So be mindful of it because it does make such a difference. Okay, so we're standing at our apparatus, shoulders back and down, engaging our core. So it's all going to be nice and lifted. So when we go up, we do our combo, as we just talked about. We come down. And when you come down, this is going to be my challenge to you, especially for the next week, but also for the rest of your life, is to land within 10 centimeters 
of the middle point on the floor. So that would be, if you're on the pole, it would be within 10 centimetres of the pole. So you want to get right back into the pole. Or if you're coming down from like silks or, or hoop, you want to land sort of directly under it at that centre point. The reason is if you can land back in that small circle, it means that you're able to control the movement because if you remember or or maybe you're still doing this when you're coming down and you just kind of let something go, your feet will land further out because your body hasn't been able to control it all the way back down. It's just kind of, oh, there's the floor and you land. So what I want you to try to do is control it back down into the circle and by control, I don't just mean land, I mean you're going to land like a mouse, not like an elephant, like a mouse. You're just going to just put that toe down and just put the other toe down and then lower yourself down. I swear this made a, a huge world of a difference to every performance I've ever done. These small techniques and tools that you can apply to your training, just every class that you do. Don't just go into the class and go, okay, cool, we're working on this. So just chuck it up, chuck it up, chuck it up, and then you're in the actual trick. I want you to work on every single part of that combo that gets to the trick that you're doing because you're missing an opportunity. You're going to be going upside down anyway. Why not make the most of it and strengthen your body so that everything that you do looks clean? This is obviously something that I'm very passionate about, (laughs) but it has made such a world of a difference to all of my performances and my training. So let's do one more quick recap. We're at our apparatus, shoulders back and down, engaging the core. We're going to lift as much as possible without using momentum if, if you can, and you will get it the more you practice this, the more you'll be able to lift rather than throw it up there. We project our hips up towards the roof if you are still working on that strength of the you know getting rid of the double hook all of our limbs are reaching out towards the walls including arms including legs pointed feet uh, not a fear foot (laughs) we do our combo we can still see you in between all of the tricks so you're making each transition nice and smooth with minimal movement and then as you come back down you're going to land, sorry, place yourself inside a 10 centimeter circle on the floor. And I actually used to sticky tape a circle around the bottom of the pole for people to land back inside of so that if they landed outside, they had to do 10 push-ups. So feel free to do that. Take masking tape into the studio, masking tape, not duct tape. Um, And you can put it on the floor around the pole because it'll come up nice and easy, but put it on the floor around the pole or the apparatus and see if you can land back inside it. And if you can't, Christy says 10 push-ups. So, and this is good because we're working on your strength as well. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I have to go pack to get ready to leave for Queensland tomorrow. And um, quietly, I'm just really happy to get out of the cold weather here in Ballarat and also no kids for three days. However, there are like five competitions in that time and I'm flying up and back and straight back into it on Monday morning, but it's going to be great. So I will see you, hopefully, some of you at the Ignite Heats and otherwise keep an eye out on Channel 7 for Australia's Got Talent and I'll chat to you guys next week. Bye. Let's get